Good evening, this is Peter Hammond in the studio with Taryn Lawrence for Salt and Light. Africa Christian Action has been broadcasting through Salt and Light for 25 years, since 1995. Salt and Light, every week on Radio Tigerberg. Tonight, human trafficking today. Women are at risk today. Taryn, we're heading up towards National Women's Day. What are the real issues that we should be focusing on at a time like this? Yes, this Women's Day, 9th of August, and the public holiday on the 10th of August are an excellent opportunity to focus our families and our congregations in making a difference in issues where women are facing exploitation, issues such as pornography and human trafficking. And what experts are saying today is that there's, um, there's you can't separate the two between pornography and trafficking. There's a, a seamless connection between all forms of sexual exploitation. And so we not we not only need to be warning communities at risk today, which include everybody, um, about how traffickers trick and trap their victims, but we also need to be praying against these forms of injustice and working towards seeing captives set free as the bible commands mm. us to do now there's a lot of talk about slavery and so on some people are talking like slavery ended hundreds of years ago but there is slavery today isn't there yes it was reformers such as william wilberforce who worked to see slavery abolished throughout the british empire over 212 years ago but as our societies, especially in the West, have gone back towards paganism, all those countries throughout uh, the 1040 window who have, where the Gospels had, um, has not yet reached as, um, as well here, mm. yeah, and a minimal influence, those are the places where human trafficking has come back. And trafficking is... A symptom of a society that has prostituted itself to idols. It's interesting how in the Bible it actually describes how the, the children of Israel, when they forgot God and went and worshipped idols, that the, the Bible describes that as prostituting themselves to idols. So really human trafficking is a s symptom of a society that um, has gone back to paganism. Yes, it's interesting just to see, for example, a report recently that uh, one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter, who, of course, make a big thing about the slave trade that ended 200 years ago, was convicted of human trafficking, which is slavery today, and uh, sexual abuse, sexual slavery. So when people speak about human trafficking today, that's just what they used to call slavery. So human trafficking and slavery is the same thing, isn't it? Yes, human trafficking is modern-day slavery. And it can involve anything from uh, blackmail and deception all the way up to what we know as used to it used to be called kidnapping, where there's physical force involved yes. in in exploitation and moving someone from one place to another. Now you speak about the being tricked and trapped and trafficked. Uh, explain the process. Uh, you know, there's some girl maybe in Moldova or Russia or so on who thinks that they can uh, get a nice job 
overseas, good prospects, um, and uh, uh, what happens, how, how do people go from um, having no intention or thought of being uh, enslaved to actually finding themselves in that position? Yes, it, there's a lot of traffic in those countries that you mentioned, but we also need to think that it's uh, right here, close to home, in Cape Town, there are women being exploited and moved around in the city for the purposes of sexual exploitation. That's even been exposed in the courts. I mean, they've had some of these well-known groups who advertise, even uh, with the planes dragging the names behind, uh, brought into court on issues of, of tra trafficking. Yes, they um, import women from Europe for the purposes of exploitation, but then there are also local South Africans who are also exploited in trafficking. And so often it's fake job opportunities, um, whether it's something, an advert in the newspaper or um, on one of these websites that advertise job opportunities. And it sounds too good to be true. Yes, yeah, sounds too good to be true. Obviously, women who are more vulnerable and maybe have not been educated to investigate these wonderful job opportunities get more easily trapped into this. Um, but it's... Yeah, it's pervasive. Um, it's also in the internet as um, so many young people today are actually creating pornography of themselves and then selling it to, to make a quick buck. Um, uh, this is something that's becoming more and more pervasive throughout our society. There was a big scandal in England some time ago where it was found that uh, something in the region of a million girls had been groomed for rape gangs over a period of decades with the child protection services and the uh, police in Scotland Yard ignoring it because they didn't want to be accused of being racist. And there was these particularly Pakistani, and they call them Asian grooming gangs, who were exploiting girls in England. And uh, it, it reached a million people involved over something like three decades where the police and child protection services did not want to get involved simply because it was not deemed politically correct. Now, uh, that's also part of this, where they can actually be getting people groomed, maybe through the internet and through relationships or a person feigning that they love the person and next thing you know, they're being used to get the person out of debt or whatever. And so there's a lot of deception involved. Yes, and there are pornographic websites that have been exposed recently. You may have heard of Pornhub. Um, and it was found that there were 118 cases of child rape and trafficking content on this website. And again, it's diff uh, because people are so scared of getting into internet censorship and all of these things, it's difficult for these websites to be shut down. They can have legal cases against them, but to actually remove the website is another story. Well, yet during the lockdown, they managed to delete thousands of videos and sites which they claimed, including extremely respectful ones by scientists and uh, virologists and bacteria experts, uh, on uh, questioning the World Health Organization narrative as far as masks and COVID-19 and so on. Suddenly they could be shut down. Whole people's accounts could be shut down, Facebook and so on, for sharing something deemed not politically correct regarding a debate on a virus and the lockdown protocols, but they can't deal with child pornography? Yes, this is the strange thing, is that there needs to be an outcry from society. And I think even the most liberal person would agree that that child trafficking and 
child sexual abuse is horrific and should be removed and blocked from the internet. Indeed, and the people concerned should be prosecuted. Yes, indeed. And that is what the Bible calls us to do, is to speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. This is a scripture verse we often speak of in the pro-life movement, but it also applies to human trafficking because God calls us to speak up for those who are being exploited. Now, there are groups and resources out there that are speaking up for them. For example, is a dramatic film, a very well-made dramatic film, Trade of Innocence, and that gives quite a great insight doesn't it, into the various aspects of human trafficking, slavery today, and how it's indistinguishable from the pornography and the prostitution and the slavery, the human trafficking, kidnapping. It's all wrapped up, and they're different sides of the same coin, aren't they? Yes, and it's uh, Trade of Innocence is shows um, about trafficking in Cambodia, and um, it's a made-up story, but as it's very much could be based on reality in terms of showing the reality of child trafficking in Cambodia. I mean, it's based on documented cases, so there's nothing fictional about the scenarios they're presenting. Yes. They've just put in a dramatic format for us to grasp better. Now, there's also documentaries that are really hard dealing with the actual people, traffickers, victims, uh, people who've been rescued and so on. And uh, uh, that documentary, Nefarious, can you tell us something about that? Yes, Nefarious is produced by a ministry called Exodus Cry and they this award-winning documentary is hard-hitting and exposes the disturbing trends in modern sex slavery and it takes you to across four continents um, to Cambodian brothels, Thai karaoke bars, Amsterdam's infamous red light district, Moldovan orphanages and then legal brothels, brothels in Nevada to um, show how how uh, victims are, are trapped and trafficked and also um, stories of redemption, actual traffickers who have come to know Christ and trafficked victims who have been rescued and have, and have um, found freedom in Christ and freedom from actual trafficking itself. Um, so it's... It's a great story and that it, a great documentary and that is so comprehensive and it also shows the, that there's hope and redemption. And the great thing here too is that it shows churches that can be involved in their own communities in rescues and redemptions and outreaches uh, to these people because many don't realize there's this slavery taking place in your own area, probably not far from your own neighborhood, where if we would open our eyes and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and guided by Scripture, uh, we would see opportunities where we can actually minister to people either vulnerable to protect them from even getting a traffic in the first place or seek to rescue those in it or even win over some of the traffickers, pimps and others, who the slave owners of today. Uh, because as has been documented in this film, Nefarious, Merchant of Souls, uh, how there are people from all sides, on both sides, getting converted and redeemed and so I hope this would open up for many people an exciting possibility of of ministry some people may think oh you know if only we lived in days of William Wilberforce and we could fight the slave trade well actually we do don't we yes and you can become a modern day abolitionist by either helping anti-trafficking organizations uh, we're we're trying to do something and uh, but we also networked with 
other organizations such as Escape, who have a shelter for um, rescued victims in the Cape Town area. Then there are others such as Stop Trafficking and A21 Campaign, who are also actively um, creating awareness and um, helping victims as well. Yes, uh, I know of two groups that use the acronym STOP. One is um, Standing uh, Together Opposing Pornography, and now is Stop Trafficking of People. And yes. those are great groups to support. And so there's lots of practical things we can, in fact, do and get involved in. Yes, and if you are see anything that could be suspicious, even if it's prostitution, remember if someone is under the age of 18, then that's considered child trafficking regardless of whether Statutory it's rape. prostitution or not. Mm. Um, and Or if you there's some suspicious house in your neighborhood that just seems maybe there's drugs or, or prostitution going on there, you can call the National Freedom Network helpline on 0800-222-777. That's a, um, a toll-free line, 0800-222-777. And the, um, the ministry manning that line um, has the right connections with the police in Cape Town mm. who can then take the necessary steps to for investigation. Now, there's a whole lot of resources on the Christian Action website that will help people where you can get tracks and links to the videos and the audios and the addresses and contact details. So just tell us some of the resources a person can get in the christianaction.org.za website that'll help them in both awareness of the problem and positive action that we can take to be light and salt in our communities. Yes, you can either purchase the Trade of Innocence DVD from Christian Liberty Books or you can watch the Nefarious documentary on YouTube. It's for free. Um, Nefarious borrow, Merchant of Souls is yes, the Yes, or you can come borrow the DVD from the Africa Christian Action Library. Um, and then we've got the Stop the Traffic leaflet, which um, describes what we've been talking about now and has the um, contact numbers of organizations you can get involved in. And then it also gives you action points of what you can do. So this is a great resource to be downloading and distributing to friends and family. Um, and we're going to be distributing this in malls on Monday, the 10th of August. We are hoping to get into at least three malls in the Cape Town area and we're going to be distributing these from our tables to all interested shoppers. So please contact us if you'd like to get involved in these outreaches. Right. So, in fact, Africa Christian Action has been doing this for 25 years this coming August, since 1995, August, which is the same month that we actually launched the um, Salt and Light program and Radio Tigerberg. Radio Tigerberg and was launched in August um, 1995 and... Uh, Salt Night was one of the first programs right from the ground floor. And uh, in addition to that, uh, we've been getting into shopping malls every year for 25 years, making a stand, um, distributing balloons in the past with, with pro-family and uh, release messages on it, um, and also uh, being able to uh, do surveys, questionnaires, give out uh, free DVDs and Bibles and New Testament books to people who get involved. It's It's a wonderful thing. At the moment, we've only got one mall that has confirmed, definitely open. We've got others waiting. So pray for us that we'll get more malls open. And if you have 
influence and any more to see that an invitation could be given for a team to be set up to make awareness. We put up display boards, we distribute material, I have a contact table, can answer people's questions. So, uh, and of course, we need some volunteers. So, contact Africa Christian Action. Yes, on 021 689 4480. That's 689 4480 or infochristianaction.org.za if you'd like to get involved in, in creating awareness in, in any way or getting involved in the outreaches. Now, you've gone to schools all over the country and across the border and as far as Zambia and so on, giving uh, stop the traffic presentations and also fight the new drugs. So what are some of the things that people could be having presentations brought to schools and uh, youth groups and so on uh, to help prepare those who might be vulnerable and targeted so that they can recognize and be protected from these evils? Yes, we are open to giving presentations at schools or even just for a class on traffic proof. And this... Traffic proof presentation warns young people about um, how traffickers trick their victims and um, it teaches them what they can do to investigate job opportunities and to um, protect themselves from trafficking. And then fight the new drug or um, we can sometimes call it uh, get your brain back. Um, mm. Rewire uh, your brain. Yeah, you know, rewire your brain. Um, on uh, the dangers of pornography addiction and how a pornography addiction is the same as an addiction to drugs in terms of how it damages and enslaves your brain to the chemicals that your very own brain produces when you are consuming pornography. Now, I was actually speaking at a major youth leaders conference convention a big um, venue, oh, there were many hundreds there, and I felt strongly convicted to deal with the issue of, of pornography and uh, how to find freedom from the pornography plague. And it's not a subject you want to deal with, but you know it's important. And I was inundated with people who came to me afterwards. I've never heard anyone speak against this before. Uh, I, I've always felt guilty, I always felt it was wrong, but I'd never heard it preached about, never heard it dealt with in the pulpit, so I thought maybe it's not that bad if they never speak about it, and how can I get freedom and uh, youth leader coming to me saying, you know, I've, I've my youth coming to me asking how they can break free, and he says, I don't know what to tell them, I'm addicted myself, and I'm ashamed of it, and I'm disgusted with myself, and how do I get out of this? So uh, there's a lot of people out there who looking to the church leadership to take a lead and to give the warnings. But what are they to think when it's, it's not like they've produced the stuff. Uh, adults have produced this. They're getting trafficked and tricked and um, besmirched and polluted by this, degraded, defiled. And uh, the average church leader and youth leader and teacher in school aren't ever dealing or addressing the issue. So what are they meant to think? So it's seriously important to go and give these presentations. And you've had good responses when you've been dealing with this too, and you can point to people who've found freedom as well. Yes, well, that's how I helped to produce the pandemic book um, several years ago. Uh, it's called How the, the Subtitle is How the Pornography Plague Affects You and What You Can Do About It. And this, um, it, it deals with all the different issues of, of pornography, um, how we can tackle it um, by voting for pro-family um groups or, or, or getting pro-family groups involved in parliament and then also um, also from an individual perspective of addiction and, and resources available to help the addict. 
And yes, uh, absolutely invaluable. I mean, it's, it's from a moral point of view, from a biblical point of view, from a medical, scientific point of view, practical, legal, political. Uh, Pandemic is, is a vital book, and it's now also available as an e-book, isn't it? Yes, it's av- available as an e-book on Smashwords, and uh, you can also find links to it from the christianaction.org.za website. Yeah, and Christian Liberty Books, of course, stocks that, along with... Uh, the Trade of Innocence dramatic film, which is really excellent. So we've got some good materials. You've got Stop the Traffic leaflets, which people can download electronically too. Fight the New Drug, uh, which is also available online and uh, in Afrikaans as well. And uh, then there's also Christian Liberation of Women, which is doubtless very helpful leading up to Women's Day, isn't it? Yes, the Christian Liberation Woman leaflet um, is dealing with how the... Um, it was actually the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ who helped to bring back dignity and respect for women. And uh, that Christianity worldwide has done the most to uh, free women from exploitation and, and promote um, actually treating women as um, someone made in the image of God, worth of value, instead of being a lesser member of society. And um, this deal, it looks at examples from history of how William Carey, the missionary in India, helped to, for example, burn the practice, oh, sorry, uh, ban the practice of sati, where um, a woman was uh, burned on the funeral pyre of her husband. Um, he actually got that outlawed in India. And um, other examples of how Christians have brought education for women, where only, for example, in Greek society, only um, the only boys were educated. And so Christians around the world have, wherever they've gone, they've made a difference in, in bringing dignity and respect to women. Yes, it's so important because today you've got many people thinking and talking from a Marxist perspective as though Christianity is oppressive and that women need to be liberated from Christianity, where it's actually the real Christian, the real liberation movement for women started with Jesus Christ. And if people would understand how every society and culture practiced polygamy, and it's Christianity that introduced monogamy, the fact that marriage must be exclusive, and it's a, it's a, part, a, a partnership of mutual love and partnership in marriage between a man and a woman, and that monogamy gives recognition and status and value and dignity to women and the protection that is needed. And few people understand the depravity of Rome and Greece and Babylon and Persia and all these other places of the Aztecs and Incas, and how much Christianity introduced rights to women that were never there before, because even in the Roman Empire, a woman uh, had no rights of inheritance, had no rights of property, had no right to speak in public, had no right to speak in court. Uh, and there's so many different things where, for example, a woman could get executed for adultery, but the man was free to commit adultery. It didn't apply uh, equally across the, the board when it came to laws against adultery. And Jesus Christ introduced a revolution of love. And most people aren't aware of the fact that uh, every single culture seemed to practice the veil. And it was Christianity that ended women having to wear a veil because that was all throughout. Uh, It's not just the Muslim world. It was, in fact, all the way through uh, Babylon, Persia, Rome, Greece. Women in public were expected to wear a veil. And, uh, in fact, men divorced their wife for something like going out of the house not wearing a veil across their face. And 
a bit sad that we're all being forced to wear a mask now. Uh, that seems to be a step backwards. So this leaflet is also available on the web. People can find Christian Liberation of Women, download it as a free uh, tract email uh, online. And of course, we try and distribute those in the mall too. So tell us more about what we can do as we approach Women's Day, because I think uh, it's, it's a bit um, disturbing that we've got these politicians who legalize pornography, uh, legalize prostitution effectively, uh, perversion, uh, are pushing for all kinds of things that are debasing and endangering women, and then they think a public holiday and a few pious platitudes from politicians is going to make up for it. But what women really need is respect and protection. I mean, ban pornography, execute rapists. Um, what would you say are some of the issues we should be tackling and looking at and dealing with as we head up to National Women's Day in South Africa? Yes, we can be tackling this issue of human trafficking and what you can do about it. Um, you can use the Stop the Traffic leaflet. Uh, you can invite speakers from Africa Christian Action to... Uh, we are actually doing some live stream um, broadcasts uh, on uh, Magnificent Mothers with a Mission, Christian Liberation of Women, in co um, speaking about what the Bible says on these issues. Um, so that's available as for Sunday sermon uh, for the 9th of August. Or we can be um, downloading the resources from the Christian Action website, looking at the Christian liberation of women, um, maybe dealing with the issue of pornography because um, that is such a pervasive issue today. So many Christian men are enslaved to pornography. And if we don't deal with it outright, you know, from the pulpit, then many men and women these days are not going to find that freedom through our Lord Jesus Christ, through the gospel. Um, and uh, yes, so whether it's, it's, it's pornography or the issues of trafficking and what we can do about it, let's focus our cell groups, Bible studies and uh, Sunday services on these issues in the run-up to Women's Day. And also social media, because uh, most people have different social media platforms, whatever you use. If you go onto the Africa Christian Action Facebook page, you'll find links, articles, posts, memes, links to audios, videos. Uh, for example, this radio program now, it'll be put up, available. Uh, also on the ACA page, you can share it, and I'm sure Radio Tigerberg's web as well. So let's get involved in what we can do in... And speaking to the people in our community, our friends, our neighbours, our family members, congregation members, uh, let's share in every way we can. If we're restricted in movement because of lockdown regulations at this time, we still can use the social media and the different platforms we've got to both access and share and publish and upload a lot of good resources. So, Taryn, in the remaining two minutes, any last words to our listeners as we head towards National Women's Day? Yes, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So speak up for those who cannot speak for this, themselves this Women's Day. Get informed, be interceding and be involved. Amen to that. That's absolutely excellent. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your daughters, your wives and your homes, Nehemiah says. And it's absolutely vital that this coming National Women's Day, let's be sure that we are 
not those who just are part of the problem, but we are the solution, we're part of the solution, that it's better to light a candle and to curse the darkness. We can all do something to make a positive, practical difference in our world. Uh, let's love our neighbor, let's do to others as we would want them to do to us. So get onto christianaction.org.za website or email info at christianaction.org.za. Uh, get the resources, help to distribute and share these materials. God bless and good night.